Hey friends, how's everybody doing out there? My name is Sonny and I'd like to welcome you to listening to Hey Dad. Today I'm going to be talking about motivation. What gets you up in the morning to do the things that you do? Let's get this started. friends so thanks for joining me on this uh, episode and I want to talk about motivation like I said uh, some of us have it uh, I'm not including myself in that because sometimes it's really hard to uh, push through that fear or whatever it is that may be stopping you fear of failure fear of letting somebody down um, but here's the thing failure is what creates great men we never know how to fix things until we fail at it. We never know how to conquer our fears until we fail it. And every, every time, it's kind of like a video game. If you play video games and you play a rogue video game, a video game that you try to blast through something and then you get taken down and then you kind of learn not to go that route next time and you change your tactics and, and then you go another way and then you get blasted again, you get killed and you start all over. And then you change your tactics on, on how much you use or what you take with you and, and how you evolve. Uh, but eventually, you will overcome and you will conquer that. And that's kind of what motivation is. Motivation, there's a lot of things that go along with that. You know, people will, will say, well, just be disciplined. And discipline is another hard thing to find. One thing that I want to say is a, a way that I find it is when something comes up and you know you have to do it, and it's something very important, whether it's your health, exercising, or, or even changing something in your lifestyle, trying to eat better, uh, you know, diets, all these different type of things that people try to do, whether it's uh, a New Year's resolution, or you're going to start on your birthday, you're going to begin. A big one for me was this podcast. I actually thought up the podcast on trying to do this uh, I would say four years ago, it was actually before the pandemic. And I had all these great ideas, at least in my head, and how I was going to do it, and all this motivation. And then, and then the time came that said, you know what, uh, here it is, let's, let's sit down and do this. And then the pandemic hit, and I just kind of went with the pandemic. I, it was the staying home, the, the laying longer in bed, not getting out of bed, taking naps in the middle of the day, and just trying to sleep off a lot of this negative stuff you kept seeing, you know, all these different worries and, and worried about your own family as well and, and the possibilities of, of how things aren't progressing the way that it should be to get out of this darkness. Uh, and it was very worrisome. I mean, it still, it still has a little bit of that, but uh, through, through practice and trials, we've overcame a lot of the fears and, and, and done that. But let's just say it's something as simple as a lifestyle change, something you want to change in your life. The, the big thing you should ask yourself every day is why. Why am I wanting to do what this is? Who am I doing it for? Sometimes 
we tend to make it easier for us to do something when we're doing it for somebody else. In my case, I always think of my wife and my children. When it's something very important that affects all of us, uh, like, like changing jobs or, or something big like that, uh, which is currently going on in my life, I'm learning how to learn again, learning how to learn faster so I can learn new skills to move away from what I do right now. Uh, and, and change my life a little bit, get out there a little bit more and do a lot of stuff. For a long time, I've just been working from home for over 20 plus years. And, and it's been a great life. I've been able to raise my children without, uh, you know, telling them I can't show up. I've been able to be there 24-7 when they ask me to participate in something, I'm there. It doesn't matter what time of the day it was. And, and my current job allowed me to do that. But after my children are at the point, one is an adult now and just turned 18, and the other one is getting ready to turn 17, and they don't need me as much no more. Yeah, they, they, they need me in the fact of a fatherly advice or, or to borrow the car or make sure that you know they have questions about financial things that they may be doing when they have their job, and, and I can guide them that way. But at the same time, I have to know about that stuff too, so I'm also getting into those type of things and learning more about the big picture, you know, on how I can uh, give them knowledge so they don't make the mistakes that I made when I was young or didn't have the advice or any of the information. I was never taught about money at all, like wasn't even brought up um, because I grew up very, very poor. So there was never no money to even talk about or discuss how it was. And my father left at an early age, so he wasn't even in the picture. And my mother just had the same type of thing. She knew no knowledge of money. She just knew how to survive. She was definitely a good survivor and knew how to survive off of nothing. So I definitely learned that part of life. And then when I went into the military, I learned discipline and all the other things to get me to the next level. And that has made a big difference in my life. But back to discipline, uh, discipline doesn't have to be hardcore, man up, all this type of bullshit. You know, discipline is nothing more than asking yourself why you do what you do and you, then you do it and you power through it. You know, whether it's like you want to take cold showers in the morning for your health, that's a hard thing to do. But you know what? You do it one step at a time. The same way you climb a big mountain, you don't just climb that bad boy one day. At least not if you're not a professional, you don't. You try to make it to the first outpost and it may take you even some time to make it to that first outpost. You may only make it... Uh, you know, not even a quarter mile down a path. And the next time you realize, okay, I might, I have to take a little bit more water with me because I, I just lost energy or you have to take a little bit more canola with you. But, but you see what I'm saying is you're doing this one step at a time. Uh, for me, I, I want to get into reading books faster so I can gain more knowledge faster and retain it. That's always been a problem for me. I've been one of those people that uh, read something and then I forgot what I read, and then I'll go back and read it, and I'm like, and then I realize nowadays that I'm learning how to learn. I realize that I'm reading at the wrong times. I shouldn't be reading when I'm in bed and, and making it convenient to read a book because I feel like I'm not doing nothing. There's plenty of time throughout the day that I'm doing nothing, and I just need to take 30 minutes at that time. So me, it started, I told myself, you know what, I'm going to read one sentence but of course, just like flossing your teeth, you don't just read one sentence. You read a paragraph or you read a couple pages and, and you got to forgive yourself as well. You, it's okay to put that book down if you only read a paragraph. And this is kind of my path through this. So, uh, you know, and I built it up to where I'm like, okay, I'm going to read a chapter 
and I'll give myself 15 to 30 minutes of, of reading, depending on what I'm reading. And if the chapter is shorter, the chapter is shorter. Uh, and then every once in a while, I'll throw another chapter in there. And it gets to the point where um, the reading portion is moving forward. And all of a sudden, I'm feeling, okay, I'm getting through a book. I'm getting through a book. And then the next step is like, how do I get through a book faster and retain all that information? Well, it, ha it has to excite me. So what I do is... Uh, as, as far as books and the, and the subject, I always think of how is this going to benefit me? And I just see it as a pot of gold on the other side, and I want that pot of gold. And that's how we kind of get through these things, the why you're doing it. And, and the why doesn't even always have to be true. The why just has to be something in there. Your brain don't care. Your brain will figure this out and how to put it, it together so, so you believe in yourself. As long as you tell yourself enough times that you can do this, you will do it. And, and do one thing, just like I said, if it's, it's kind of like if I'm reading the one sentence at a time is the same as, you know, I'm, I'm fooling myself. There's no reason. I'm never really just going to read one sentence and put a book down. You know, at the minimum, I'm going to read a whole page, even if I'm sucking at it. Um, and and there, there still are times I'll pick up a book and be like, oh, well, where was I? And I'll read a couple, like three pages back. And then I realize, OK, I remember all this. And, and I'm getting through that phase and keeping track with bookmarks and, and learning new ways of, of, of reading a little bit faster and stuff like that. But back to like uh, when, you, when you go and you floss your tooth, you're not just going to go floss a tooth. You're going to be like you're there. You're going to do all your whole damn mouth. And it's the same type of thought process, and that's how your brain works. You don't ever go to the bathroom and be like floss one tooth, put it down, and brush your teeth. You floss all your teeth. But – you put yourself in that cycle to where your brain understands the discipline of doing that, even without the thought process, and now you do it. And you need to do that with little things as well. Uh, whether And in my case, it's reading a book. I just want to give you these small examples. And you can kind of think these processes out and convert them to your own thing. You know, My dad used to say when I was small, one thing I do remember from my father telling me to work smart and not hard, um, because he was changing his career from – Law, well, he was still in law enforcement, but he was switching the type of law enforcement that he was doing. And, and he would tell me, you know, uh, let the young guys chase the bad guys now. I'm going to go do other things that still law enforcement, but it's an upper level type thing. And he just, you know, he, and I never really thought about it until I got older. When I went in the military and I, I ended up in law enforcement for a little while. And, and I seen it, you know, when you're young, you're motivated and you do a lot of stuff. You want to do a lot of stuff. And then, but as you age, you start realizing uh, the little things you can't do no more, maybe you shouldn't do no more, or, or things become a little bit more realistic when you have children. You don't take as big a chance uh, on things that can devastate your family anymore. You don't, you don't take the big risk. You know, you, there's, there's always risk involved in life, but you don't, you don't risk it all uh, because it's not just about you anymore. So that became a way of me working through uh, those type of things and, and, and how to guide me and what I wanted to do. But if you do do this and you do train your mind and always tell your stuff to stay positive, one of the biggest things that have helped me through stressful things when I was told that, you know, you possibly won't have a job, you know, type of scenario, uh, that can be the most stressful thing in your life, that ball that you just feel in your gut. And one of the things that really helped me was to start to journal uh, and to be grateful every single day for what it is you have because. Sometimes you're just doing something so good and everything feels all grand and everything. And next thing you know, boom, you have a cavity, you know, which, which is something that don't feel good. And you never want to feel that pain again. So what do you do? You end up brushing your teeth better. You start flossing and taking care of your mouth better, you know, and life is that way, too. 
when you're just sitting there floating along the river and next thing you know you have a hole in your raft and now you're timed and how much longer you can float on that what do you do you know obviously you try to plug that hole and then keep trucking on and that's life in the same way just in general terms of relating it to something else but I always see everything as an opportunity and that's an important thing I always see everything as an opportunity and see it as something positive so the way it kind of helped me to de-stress was whether it was in the morning or at the end of the day, I was doing both for a while and, and, and I'm not perfect at it. And sometimes life will go by and get the best of me and I don't get to get to my journal. But the one biggest thing I always put in my journal is one thing of gratitude. One thing I always search for one thing that I'm grateful and it doesn't have to be crazy things like, you know, that, oh, I got a new car today or even that big job. That's the obvious stuff. But just to be alive that day, to get another chance to, to fix things if you messed them up, uh, to get another chance to resolve issues. I mean, that's such a huge thing. And I'm sure a lot of people, you know, at the end of the day, they pray or they say to themselves, whatever it is, but we all don't know if we got tomorrow. You know, we go to sleep, but we don't really know if we're going to wake up. Uh, and that's just one of the things we don't think about, but we do naturally. But journaling really helped because I just started being more grateful and every time I was grateful for even the littlest simplest things uh, my cat come around and give me a meow and just happy to see me I was grateful just to see her and be able to pet her you know those type of things just just simple things the fact that the sun came up today you know it could be a simple thing but what this does is it creates stronger pathways in in gratitude uh, instead of saying like oh I'm not good enough for that oh I could never do that you know something as simple as as, as when somebody says, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm horrible at remembering things. I can't find my keys. And then your friend's like, oh, I'm worse than you, man. I, I'll lose my car. I don't even know where I parked it. By repeating that and confirming that this is who we are, you, you, you strengthen those pathways in our brains. And there's a lot of science to that and all that. And I'll let you guys dig up that stuff. A, a really good person that's been helping me out right now is, is his name is Jim Quick. And that's K-W-I-K. And he has a book called Limitless. He has a podcast. Uh, he has, Look him up on the internet. He's on YouTube. Um, but this guy has gone through some stuff, and he's, he's overcame it in, in the biggest way, like a superhero. You know, as big as Luke Skywalker becoming the Jedi or Harry Potter becoming the sorcerer. You know, he, he has conquered life in that way, and now he teaches other people how to do it. So... That was one of my first things I ran into, and that was totally accidental just because my wife was telling me, hey, check out this podcast because I, I wanted to get into entrepreneurship uh, and, and just create a better life and learn more about finances and, and, and money and how to use money. All these years, I'm already in my 40s, and I never really thought to how to make money work for me. I've just been kind of cruising through life and, le and, and living a good life, but I never thought about what if this all ends tomorrow? And sometimes we get caught up in that. Things, things sometimes can feel so good that we just don't think about, hey, this can be gone tomorrow. This can be gone in 10 seconds. In the same way that you can go from being homeless to one day to finally getting that first apartment, it can go the other way around too. Because I've, I've done both. I've been the homeless person sleeping in the car with my wife before I had children, uh, not being able to get a place and, and stuff and then finally getting a place and feeling that relief and feeling what that felt like but I also don't forget what it felt like to stress out and be homeless because that is a feeling 
that is just, it, it devastates you. It, it can take you out of life to where you feel like you just, uh, how am I going to get out of this to the point that if you go the bad way, you can give up and just, I'm, I'm always going to be homeless and I accept this and this is what I do. So be careful with that. You know, you always want to try to find your motivation. It doesn't always have to be about you. It can be about someone else. You can uh, tell yourself you're going to go do something. And, and this is when I say go do something, here, here is the biggest point. You can listen to all the podcasts. You can read all the books. You can, you can buy all the courses. You can go to all the schools. But if you do not implement the knowledge that you gain by getting up that morning and implementing the things that were taught to you, it's useless. It means nothing. Okay. When they, they teach us in school, oh, knowledge is power, but it is not. Knowledge is just knowledge unless you do something with it. It's just potential power. And that's, that's, that's something I'm, I'm learning big time on. And every time something comes in front of me, I don't just stare at it anymore. I figure out how do I blast through this? How do I make this work for me? Okay. And, and that's part of the motivation. But at the same time, you can't burn yourself out. You know, you got to forgive yourself. You, you have to show gratitude to yourself. You have to give yourself self-forgiveness. You got to give yourself that compassion and love, okay? Yeah, and, and just repeating these things will help your brain, you know? Every day, write down these four things. Self-gratitude, self-forgiveness, self-compassion, self-love. There, there's a... I don't remember where it comes from, but you can also just sit there in the dark. If, if, if you never meditated sometime, just, just get in a quiet space and then repeat these things. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I want you to tell these things to yourself. To really, to really just, just close your eyes in the darkness when, you, when it's quiet time and repeat these four things to yourself. I want them to, to say it to you. Give yourself a break. Forgive yourself. Tell yourself you love you. Right? Apologize to yourself for maybe the stupid things that you did. You know, maybe you, you, you are on a diet and you shouldn't be eating a donut, but you had that donut at lunch because you just kind of got having a really good time with friends and you're like, what the hell, I eat that donut but you know that, that it set you back a little bit or made you feel bad or anything like that. Forgive yourself and tell yourself you're sorry. You know, but at the same time, you say thank you for not quitting on me. You know what I'm saying? And then at the end of the day, you, you, I love you. And, and for some people, just repeating, the first time I ever did this and I sat there and, and I'll meditate every once in a while, but the first time I did this, I just started bawling. Tears filled my eyes and I got all choked up and, and a lot came out and I didn't even know why. And truthfully, I don't, I don't even remember why. All I know is that after it all happened and, and I got back up and I turned the light on and I, and I, 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 felt, I felt good. I, I felt like someone gave me a big hug and just told me it's going to be okay. You know, and that, that, was a big, that was a big change that I made to, to, to just always think about self-gratitude. Okay? It's not arrogant to, to think about yourself. But this comes to my next thing is getting rest, okay? You don't want to do this type of stuff and just be a hard charger all the time. You will burn out and your brain will burn out. Your brain needs rest, okay? So recovery is super important on, on getting unstuck. You know, sometimes we get unstuck because we don't give ourselves that break. We don't give ourselves. And sometimes we just feel so stressed that I can't take a break right now. I can't do this. But 
you will benefit by giving yourself that extra five minutes to breathe before you make a decision. By giving yourself that one hour of playtime, whatever that is, whatever a hobby it is, uh, you know, by, by, if you have a family, you let them know, I'm going to be spending an hour in my room if you have a room or whatever it is that you, that you do. But at the same time, don't overconsume, don't over overdo, don't don't overdo those things. So like if you play video games, you know, set yourself a timer and you can be like, I'm gonna play for an hour and and you can forgive yourself for that hour of, of just mindless doing nothing, you know, versus feeling guilty about it that I spent an hour right there while my wife was doing this or I didn't spend it with my kids. That this is your hour. You know, no one's no one's gonna lose that. But what that's gonna do is make you a better father, it's gonna make you a better man, woman. Whatever it is, and if and if you're if you're a person that uh, is neither one of those, whether it's a you know a father or a mother or anything like that, then it, it still pertains to you. You need to give yourself that that time, and and at the same time, you need to be disciplined enough to set a time for you, and, and make it a time. When I say that, don't just be like, "Well, I'm giving myself the day because you're lazy." Okay, make it a real thing. Make it small moments. So you can respect the big moments when they come and you can see these, you'll, you'll start seeing time in a different way. When you watch a YouTube video, you won't get lost in a YouTube video. You'll realize, you know, I want the important videos. I don't want to just be mindlessly looking at cats, <laughs> you know, and the same thing with scrolling. One of the biggest things I stopped doing was sitting there on Instagram or Facebook and just keep scrolling and nonstop scrolling. These things were designed to keep you there. Whether you like it or believe it or not, there's a lot of psychology and stuff that is built into these apps to keep you involved. And you got to stop every once in a while and think, how does this make me better? You know, if, if that's your way of taking a break and you really feel like that, you need that, you know, you set a limit for yourself and don't scroll past five scrolls or something like that. There really is never nothing important, um, you know, unless you're, unless you're scro scrolling through news. And then most of the time the news is not going to pertain to you. You may have an opinion on it. You know, what's going on in the world. You may have a strong opinion on it, but when you break it down, it really has nothing to do with you. Those are other people's jobs and other people's games and other people's lifestyles that are going on. And you, you, you'll forget about yourself, you know, mindlessly going through Instagram. It's all great to see friends and stuff like that. But how many pages do you really have to go through? You know, it's all fine and dandy to take a selfie just so your friends see you every once in a while. But really? Is, is it really necessary to put a lot of time into that where you're getting on Photoshop and making things perfect so you can put it up and your friends see perfect? You know, life is not about likes. And, and, and once you stop doing it is the only time you'll realize it. Otherwise, you will be stuck in that little twilight zone of that next like, that bigger amount of likes and stuff like that. Yeah, and I get it. It feels good to, for somebody to say, uh, you look good or... Or that's awesome that, you know, that guitar solo you did was, was awesome or that, that bike you built or that new motorcycle you got was awesome and stuff like that. But after a while, it just is what it is. You know, we're liking stuff just out of uh, because it's easy. You know, there, there are literally people that, that won't like on stuff because it's like they feel like they're wasting it. You know, you can light a thousand candles with one candle and never lose your light, you know, and you should think the same way with love. It doesn't hurt you to like and love or whatever it is. It doesn't it doesn't take away. You can love and you know what? When you set love out there, love even gets bigger when it comes back at you. And it feels great. And you can use that as your motivation, you know? When you go out and do something great and people are like, "Hey, you get a pat on the back." That's real. Not a little heart on a on a on an app.
You know, that's that's real. Those, those are real things out there. But at the same time, you know, I'm not telling you give up all your social media. That is, that's kind of what the world is today, and it, it is something we do. We keep in touch with friends through social media and stuff like that, but you, you do got to be careful with it. But find your motivation. Find the reason why you do things, and then, you know, motivate. You Use that as your motivation on why you do it. Use that to gain your discipline. But remember, you don't have to climb that mountain in one day. Work your way down that path a little bit, and if it's a little too hard, you go ahead and go home and you reset and the next time you bring more water and more food. And then you reset and you you will make it to that outpost one. And then when you make it to that outpost one, you're going to feel so damn good that it's going to motivate you to get to that next outpost. Which brings me to the next point. is pushing yourself that one extra little thing. You know, in the Olympics or racing cars and stuff like that, you know, when they win a race, it may be by milliseconds. You know, by milliseconds. And what I'm meaning by that is when they win by milliseconds, that number one person, their life is great for that year because they won by milliseconds by having that one little extra push. But no one ever hears about number two. And then they start all over again and do it all over again. When a runners run and race, they win by milliseconds, literally. But the one that put that little extra millisecond in, that little extra strive, when you're lifting weights and you're pushing and you, you got to push – 10 but you go ahead and push that 11 then first nine just warmed you up that 11th one is the one that made you strong okay when you when you same thing with boiling water you can get to whatever it is 111 degrees but when you get to 112 that water is now boiling and boiling creates steam which can power things it changes the whole dynamics in life so just remember that that extra minute you might spend on something or on yourself is going to change everything you may not notice it at first, but it's going to matter. As you start paying attention, you're going to see minutes. You're going to pay attention to a video and be like, how long is this video? Yes, I got time for that. And if it's too long, uh, is this video worth my time? I'll watch a little bit. And, and yeah, it's kind of hard to pull out of that habit because you want to be entertained. You want that serotonin. You want all them things going on in your head where you feel good. Um, but you're going to start feeling good when you start seeing your progress. You're going to start feeling better just to be a human again. You know, so if you're down on those ruts, man, pull yourself up. There is a better way and you will get through this. OK, and I, I just want to say peace and love out there. and You take care of yourself. Man.